Spiritual Questions podcast, episode three, Lockdown, Surviving Family Strain. Hello, my name is Stephen Russell Lacey. The coronavirus problem means that a lot of us are having to be stuck at home. It means that some of us feel like prisoners within our own home. Of course, our situation varies. I guess we may live alone or with one partner, perhaps, or in a small family or in a large family. We may have children with us. We may have pet animals. We may be in a flat or with no garden. We're all going to be in different circumstances, but some of us are going to feel it more than others anyway. It can be fraught with difficulty when we're thrown together. I don't know if we all feel the same way, but some of us might get irritable. We're dependent upon our household members for support when we can't go out to meet our friends and other relatives. Sometimes relationships get a bit heated. Arguments take place. People get upset and tense especially when there's overcrowding. Or if, say, the children are bored, they have surplus energy, they can't go and play with their friends. Sometimes we have a difficult member of the family who has a tendency to be annoyed or critical. It reminds me, this situation, of the one I saw in a film once, Tit for Tat, by... Stanley Laurel and Oliver Hardy. I don't know if you're familiar with this film. It's really funny. Oliver and Stanley set up a shop next to Charlie's Grocery. Laurel and Hardy are trying to sell hardware and they notice Charlie's wife and Charlie takes exception to the way Oliver eyes up his wife and so he goes round to the hardware shop and knocks things onto the floor, frying pans saucepans and in the film Stanley and Oliver look at each other and they say come on so they go next door and they knock a whole shelf of baked beans and other tins of food onto the ground oh dear the recrimination gets worse Charlie goes round in turn to do his damage and retaliation escalates and in the end both shops are devastated and they cannot continue to trade I guess we'd like to be able to avoid that kind of situation in the home taking place. Is it possible to recognise this pattern sometimes? One person snaps, the other person raises their voice, first person shouts back, and then the other slams the door in rage. And it takes a few days before they're talking again, causing huge strain for everybody else within the house. I'd like to suggest, if you're interested, ways we can each try to reduce this risk of happening. Use PACE. PACE, you may not have heard of this acronym. PACE stands for passivity, assertiveness, concern and escape. Passivity, what is passivity and how is that relevant to an angry situation at home? It means keeping quiet sometimes when someone's having a go at you, perhaps not biting back, 
not rising to the bait. I guess it's not easy to be tolerant and patient when the tension is rising around us. It's not easy not to retaliate. It reminds me actually when I was a boy and another boy came into our back garden through the back gate. I said, you go away, you can't come in here. And the other boy said, you F off. And I wasn't standing for that. So I retaliated. You F off, I said. Unfortunately, my mother overheard me. Stephen, come into the house. It didn't end well. Passive means to be mindful of our own thoughts, our own feelings, our own bodily sensations. It means trying to observe them in a reflective way. It means not rushing to emotional judgment. People who practice mindful meditation can develop this skill. It means learning to take a step back from our initial response. A stands for assertiveness. I would like to suggest that some of us mistake assertiveness with aggression. But by assertiveness, I'm trying to talk about being effective in getting our point across. Not necessarily in winning the argument, but asserting our own viewpoint in a socially acceptable manner. To be aggressive means to raise our voice. To be assertive is to keep it not too loud. To be aggressive is to scowl and stare and glare. But to be assertive is to retain a reasonable facial expression, one that does not insist that one is right. To be aggressive is to jump in, to interrupt, not to take turns in what we say. To be assertive is to do just that. It means to be willing to negotiate some sort of compromise. It means willing to explore any unresolved issue in a way that does not insist that we have our own way in the situation. When the children come into the kitchen and start playing ball and you've got a hot saucepan on the boil, you need to be assertive. I guess you need even to be aggressive and forceful if they're in great danger at one particular instant in time. But usually it means simply giving a reason in a calm way. Look, if you come in here, you're going to knock the pan over and get scolded. Now we come on to C, standing for consideration and care. When people are angry, it does help to provide something they want. When someone looks as if they're their need to let off steam. Why not give them emotional support and just listen? Another form of support might be doing something for them, like taking their turn at washing up or doing a job that they were supposed to be doing to give them a rest. It might mean taking some responsibility off them, like playing with the kids. It means really having a bit of consideration and care for their needs. Not easy to do, of course, when we are full of our own desires. E stands for escape. Well, when things get heated, even the police recognise we need to get away from things. And it's okay for someone to go and stay with a friend for a few days, even if they're not member 
are not, not a member of their household. Of course, this may not be possible if you've got a duty of care to an elderly, infirm or sick person, or if you're looking after a child, you can't just go off and do your own thing somewhere else. Not for a few days anyway. It might be possible to do it for an hour, perhaps go into the bedroom and have a, have a snooze for an hour to, to relax, or perhaps go into the bath and have a bath during the daytime. We all need a cooling off period when things get really heated. It's nice to have a fallback position. Perhaps if you have a garden, make the conscious effort to go out into it. The question arises is when is it the right time to use each of these approaches? I don't think it's possible to make a general conclusion about that. Insofar as we are under provocation, under family strain, then I guess we have to make the choice that depends on the circumstances. It takes practice to learn to use consideration and assertiveness. Having an escape route doesn't always occur to us. And passivity, as I said, requires training of the mind, as in mindfulness meditation and training. These approaches, however, I would suggest are part of a picture, a broader picture. To summarise them, we have to make a choice about how to respond to provocation, how to try to deal with family strain. We can just play along with this disharmony. We can choose to try to reduce it. To what extent there is disharmony will vary from household to household. But if you do want to try to do something about it, I would suggest that it is possible to learn some of these skills. It does take practice, and it's not easy to remember what they are in the heat of the moment. Taking a step back can help, of course, to consider the other options. <laughs>